Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. People love ECW. They loved it 25 years ago. They love it now. Wouldn't surprise me if some fans adore this promotion more than their own mother. I mean, that flame never goes out. As such, it felt right to sit down and watch a bunch of it. And yeah, I am signed for What Culture. Please do subscribe. This is 10 Shocking Things You Learn. Binge watching every ECW pay-per-view. Number 10, barely legal equals barely worth it. When ECW first got into pay-per-views, it wasn't really the home run Paul Heyman wanted it to be. If we can be honest just wasn't that good and it was very much a company finding its way barely legal certainly has cult classic appeal and the ending with terry funk is wonderful but the rest of the card is a bit all over the place trying to find the balance between the madness of their weekly tv show and what to do when it's time to step up had not been refined you still get rvd versus lance storm and taz versus sabu but all those guys would go on to do better and i suppose this is mostly there today for historical record this is extreme championship wrestling trying to take a massive step up and maybe struggling just a little bit. Number nine, Hardcore Heaven improved things fast. Let's not forget this is Paul Heyman we're talking about though. He knows good and he knows bad, and it took him no time at all to fix things. Hardcore Heaven 1997 was a huge improvement from top to bottom, especially because you had an Invader storyline. Of all the people, Jerry Lawler is on this show as he represents the WWF to tell Tommy Dreamer why ECW sucks. Kind of wonderful. Taz versus Chris Candido, RVD versus Al Snow, and the three-way of Shane Douglas, Terry Funk, and Sabu also kick ass. When you're done, you'll have that feeling in your tum-tum again. CCW versus the world. It's also very well produced given what the promotion was meant to be, and it holds up today in the sense you get a real feel as to what was happening in the late 90s. By the end, you'll also be a happy panda. What a 180 that was. Number eight, New Jack's matches are terrifying to revisit. Good grief. We all remember that New Jack was nuts, but you do not get a true flavor for it until you actually watch what he did. The dude was crazy. Some of the steel chair and weapon shots given and taken are genuinely scary and just underline that Jack was out of control and that Heyman had no interest in calming him down. He wanted this insanity. As we know today, he was basically told to do whatever he wanted, and boy howdy did he. Some people won't actually be able to watch these spots, and I get it. It is totally reckless and not safe at all. Number eight, Sid was super over. Some people like to throw shade at Sid Justice these days, and I do not know why. He's great and kind of knew exactly who he was. Just a big guy that could growl. Given that ECW fans weren't quiet towards the subjects which they despised, WWE and WCW were torn to shreds by the live crowd a lot, there's a lot to be said for the fact Sid never received any of that. In fact, he was beloved. He is accepted as one of their own, and the three pay-per-views he appear on stand out thanks to him totally owns it. I mean, he beat Kronos at Guilty as Charged 1999, then teamed with Little Spike versus the Dudleys at Living Dangerously, 
for his final showing of a no contest with Just Incredible at Hardcore Heaven. He then quit and rejoined WCW in June, but it summed up Paul Heyman again. Push the strengths, hide the weaknesses. And do you know who learned a thing or two from that? Tony Khan. I mean it. So this is quite the joy, all things considered. I just like Sid. As does the ECW faithful. Dude had some kind of magic. <laughs> he was bonkers. Totally bonkers. Number six, the insider jab. So we have talked about the hardcore ECW fans who will ride or die with their brand of wrestling, and it meant WWE and WCW were the enemy. You're either with or against us. The Extreme Championship Wrestling crew knew this as well, so man, the amount of shots that are taken at these two times it can feel a little bit constant. Don Callis on commentary especially finds as many as he can. And while it's fine when you have the aforementioned Lawler versus Dreamer, there are moments where it would be sort of nice if we tone this down. We get it, you don't like them. You even get Cyrus the Virus and Joey Styles talking about how bad WCW's production is and look, it was not perfect, but given that ECW sometimes was filmed in a basement, pick your shots. It was just somewhat of a surprise about how much they do this when you do go back. You'd have to imagine it was Paul Heyman telling everybody, just let loose. Number five, Joey Styles was better with a partner. So let's clear this up right away. Joey Styles was also excellent when he went solo and how he did that I will never know. That guy was born to commentate on wrestling. A two-person announcing booth is just the best, though, and that's no different for ECW either. So when Joey gets to do it with a Don Callis or a Joe Gertner, it's just better. You have somebody to play off, you get out of nowhere jibes, and it's fun. If anything, a number two enhanced what Styles could do even more so, as they never tried to upend him. Joey was still the man. He could just involve somebody else as and when he saw fit. Some of the commentary work in the year 2000 is also so damn good. Talk about knowing how to add to the story. Number four, the hidden gem you need to see. Though there's loads of these, really. While the obvious classics get talked about, ECW was so good at spotting talent, you can find great match after great match that have been lost to the passages of time. This is why Kid Cash versus EC Money Anarchy Rules 2000 comes under this category. This whole pay-per-view rocks, but this is especially like looking into a crystal ball, as they go at 100 miles per hour with high-flying action, but combine that with big bumps and carnage. And what does that sound like? A bunch of other people get involved too, so you get your sports entertainment nonsense. And it's quite clear if ECW hadn't met his demise soon after this, cash and money were going to be part of their next wave of talent. They put on quite the show. Really, you can pick most matches from this year and find a secret banger. Dream Championship Wrestling just knew what they were doing. Number three, the forgotten segment. Much like the amount of matches we don't discuss anymore, it is the same for certain segments too. Now, let's not pretend that ECW didn't push the boat out sometimes way too far, which is what we're talking about here, because my word. Happening at Heatwave 1999, as Tommy Dreamer and Steve Carino shouted about how great the company was, and that Dreamer was done due to his many injuries, all of a sudden they launch into insider terms. What? Honestly, it is like Christmas in March, because before long they're saying things like do the job, put over, lay down, and while it was unique at the time, it is still stupid. Nobody wants this. Just do wrestling. Wrestling is fine. It is even worse today for obvious reasons because it comes across as kind of cringy. And I know, I know, back in the late 90s, it was groundbreaking. But we're not in the late 90s anymore. And the fact that we have continued to do this for 25 years... That is ridiculous. Number two, RVD versus Jerry Lynn is still wonderful. These two were made for each other. Every time they clashed, it was amazing, but their fights at Living Dangerously in Hardcore Heaven 1999, Heaven Again in 2000, and Guilty as Charged 2001 are something else even today. 
They opened that damn door. Lynn and Van Damme also find a way to make all of these difference, and you could actually take highlights from any of this and present it as a best of ECW. It is top, top stuff. What is truly mind-blowing is that you could put these on AEW or WWE TV right now, and nobody would even blink. It's not outdated or even old. It's just two wrestlers who knew where wrestling was going and embraced it. This Jerry Lynn too, dude. We do not sing his praises enough. Potentially the most underrated wrestler ever. So, so good. Number one, there's no women's matches. Now, this wasn't too out of the norm because women at the turn of the century were not given their due. But still, in my head, ECW was always a little bit ahead of the curve but not here. Because for all the years Extreme Championship Wrestling was active, they didn't have one traditional female match on pay-per-view. Genuinely surprised me. Francine versus Beulah, Dawn Marie or Tammy Sitch would have appealed to ECW's audience if they were handled the correct way. But instead, we just got cat fights. And there are great moments like when Lance Storm got hit with the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up courtesy of Tammy. But still, once I noticed it, I couldn't unnotice it. I even had the Mandela effect here as I swear Paul Heyman booked some Japanese women matches at some point. But no, or I've just missed them. And I'm stupid. Thank goodness we've moved on from such things, though. It really is kind of silly. Know of anything else that other people should watch out for? If you do indeed binge watch every single ECW pay-per-view, make sure you let us know in the comments below. And don't forget to like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Then head over to whatculture.com where you can read more articles like this. Make sure you do check out another video. And if you'd like to say hello on social media, it's WhatCultureWWE and SimonMiller316. My name is Simon for WhatCulture. Thank you very much for joining me as always. You have yourself a lovely little day, and I'll talk to you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.